Mike's Daily Podcast. Well, I'm going to be podcasting again for you in probably, what, less than 12 hours? But I thought I would do one today because today had Mike's Daily Podcast. So much going on. And I don't like it when things go wrong for some people in their lives. They're just sailing along and all of a sudden they get bad news. It's terrible. It's horrible. And life's so unpredictable. And it's June the 11th, but sometimes it feels like... Mike's Daily Podcast. Well, it's Thursday the 11th. It sometimes feels like a Friday the 13th on a Thursday the 11th. But here we go. Mike's With the show. Daily. You can tell me... Podcast. Your thoughts about these... Yeah! Issues that we cover at 336-MM-DAILY. 3 plus 3 equals 6. MM as in Mike Matthews. Daily as in what this podcast has been for a, well it's been for a long time but sometimes i get interrupted and that's life and life is unpredictable as we just covered and it's episode 2058 2058 last night i watched quite a few well i guess it was the first episode there's two episodes of this garth brooks documentary He's a fascinating guy. I've met him twice. Met him in 94, then again about four years later. Very nice guy. He's intense. He's an intense fella. He's all about being extremely focused and serious and sincere. When you meet him, he looks you in the eye, shakes your hand, and he talks about shaking people's hands. When he's in this Netflix documentary that he did, that's currently on people told me about it that's why i had to go watch it it was very he talks right to the camera at points i don't know if you can handle that when he does that he kind of reminds me of alec baldwin garth brooks if you like any of his music you'll enjoy this if you don't like any of his music you'll find it intriguing because he did really wow he sold a lot and here's today's podcast picture. A lot of people bought his records. You probably know someone. It's that big. Oh, and you remember that little album by Nirvana called Nevermind? Guess who knocked it out of the number one position on the Bob on the Billboard charts? <laughs> on the Billboard charts. It was Garth. Not only did he get knocked out by Nirvana, he knocked them back out again. I think it was Rope in the Wind. So we're talking Friends in Low Places. We're talking his cover of Billy Joel's Shameless. Billy Joel was amazed by him. Billy Joel probably liked him because he got him a bunch of residuals because of the song. That's right, Basil. I made you watch that documentary last night, didn't I? Yeah. Not the biggest country fan Garth is. I mean, Basil is not. But anyway, Garth is awesome. Whether you think he is or not, that's whatever. He's awesome to watch in this documentary, let's say that. As for the type of person he is, I don't know. I don't know him personally, just met him, shook his hand, talked to him briefly. I have a picture with him where I look extremely young, and so does he. And I have hair, goofy hair, I look like Weird Al Yankovic. And he does not, he looks like Garth Brooks. At any rate, I watched that, and I had so much going on today. A friend of mine, a friend of mine's uh, mother passed away today, and that was hard news to take. We knew 
She wasn't doing well But it just happened pretty suddenly Even though it was expected It, 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 it just It's still a shock So It's uh, hard, hard for him Right now he's, he's being really strong But I don't know I still, My mom's still alive I don't know if I could take it If she passed away right now I need to give her a call Excuse me while I give her a call uh, I guess I'll wait till after the podcast Then I'll give her a call Here, I was listening to a stock market guy today And he threw out a couple of terms I found interesting Paralysis of analysis We were talking about staying up at night And worrying about things That's kind of like that Paralysis of analysis When you analyze your life too much I think we can do that We can get a little too overboard with the analysis He was talking, of course, about the stock market And he was saying that if you want to invest in the stock market You need to keep it simple, stupid Or KISS, as we used to call it It applies to so many things KISS, K-I-S-S They used to tell us about that when in speech class Keep your speech simple, stupid But it could pertain to so many other things, right? Right? Am I right? Um... And he was also saying that the stock market, by the way, which is probably why I will personally never be a stockbroker, the stock markets are counterintuitive. So what you think will work doesn't. That's maybe a way to keep me, uh, to scare people like me out of the stock market, though a lot of people are getting into the stock market these days through apps and making money right now, although the stock market took a huge tumble today. Is that why in Menlo Park there was a big protest? It's probably still going on in Menlo Park in the Silicon Valley near uh, Facebook and all that. And the birthplace of Facebook. And Well, well, I don't know. I'm just jumping all over the place today. Oh, the other thing I learned about the stock market is, okay, when a stock goes, let's say you buy it at a particular number. At a particular amount And then the stock jumps way up to the top And it peaks at this really high amount Like Amazon Like you hear about Oh Amazon is the biggest stock of all time And then it drops Like maybe today it dropped When it drops And it goes to a uh, Well when it's dropping That's called a drawdown I didn't really know that So like your stock Let's say you bought it at $5 And it jumps up to $500 well, now you got, ooh, you got a lot of money. But then let's say it drops from $500 to $4. You've, now you've got a drawdown, and now you're losing money on the stock. That's all I know, and that's all I care about. That's found it fascinating. I was listening to that, drawdowns. It's just a strange word. Couldn't they think of a, like another name for it, like a drop-down? But that's more of what you find on a menu in a computer. Anywho, hey, did you hear that uh, Trump said today? He's going to have an executive order to fight racial injustice. And they asked him, oh, does that mean you're going to, as we go outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley, are you going to defund the police? And he said, no, if anything, we're going to give more money to the police. <laughs> if anything, you just made so many people more angry. You're trying to make them to placate the masses. And now you've just enraged them. Look, I don't. I'm not betrothed to any party He said He said on his uh, <laughs> Impartial podcast Okay I've been partial sometimes I'll admit 
But the thing is, you just, if I was his, let's say, if I was Trump's uh, advice dude, I would say, eh, probably shouldn't have dropped that bomb that way. Oh, meanwhile, so in all the fighting, all of the racial injustice in the world today, Lady Annabelle is doing their part. Yes, the band that's saying, uh, I feel a little drunk and I need you now. They had a huge hit with that. They have, it's a, Two guys and a woman, Hillary Scott, who is the daughter of Linda Davis, who sang a duet with Reba McIntyre. Now I'm, go- I'm going back into my country DJ frame of mind. But one of the guys in the band is actually the brother of the guy that's married to, oh, what's her name? Katherine Heigl. Josh Turner's brother. What's Is it Josh Turner? That's... Wait a minute, Josh Kelly. I always get Josh Turner's that country. Josh Turner's a country singer. Josh Kelly was a guy, a pop artist that sounded like, uh, not Bill Maher, uh, John Mayer. I'm just confusing names left and right here today. Charles Kelly is Josh Kelly's brother. I met Josh Kelly once before going to a concert with a guy named Landon Pig. Landon Pig was in a movie with the uh, Ellen Page played Ellen Page's love interest in that roller derby movie called Whip It. Okay, I think I've explained just about everything. So, Lady Annabellum is changing their name to Lady A. We are regretful and embarrassed. Antebellum, they're dropping the word antebellum, a word widely understood to refer to the period before the Civil War. And they said that we will officially adopt the nickname our fans gave us, gave us almost from the start. When we set out together almost 14 years ago, we named our band after the Southern Antebellum style home where we took our first photos. As musicians, it reminded us of all the music born in the South that influenced us. But we are regretful and embarrassed to say that we did not take into account the associations that weighed down this word. Acknowledging the central role of slavery during the period, we are deeply sorry for the hurt that has caused and for anyone who has felt unsafe, unseen, or unvalued. Causing pain was never our heart's intent, intention, but it doesn't change the fact that indeed it did just that. There you go. That's what Lady Annabelle, I'm sorry, Lady A did today. Why don't they just call themselves Lady Marmalade? That's cooler anyway, because they're not Lady Marmalade. They'd have to have Pat LaBelle in their band. Or Pat LaBelle would have to have them in their band. Let's just merge them together. Lady A. Marmalade. The Australian Prime Minister draws criticism for no slavery in Australia comment. Australian officials warned Black Lives Matter supporters they could be arrested if they breach coronavirus restrictions to take part in public protests. As debate over... Uh, erupted over the country's own indigenous history, Prime Minister Scott Morrison drew strong criticism after he said there was no slavery in Australia during a discussion of the early days of British settlement, which he acknowledged was pretty brutal. Historians, Aboriginal activists, and some lawmakers expressed shock and dismay at the comments. Slavery of indigenous men Women and children is well documented. A former federal lawmaker and new politics professor at Monash University said slaves worked in purling 
fishing, the pastoral industries, and as domestic labor. And now I will say something with an Australian accent. If your dog itches a lot and want to keep pets out of your country, you got to get pets, pests, get pets free for life. I can't do it today. Another person getting all kinds of attention for what he said, Tucker Carlson of Fox News, uh, loses Disney and other advertisers over George Floyd killing and Black Lives Matter point of view. Uh, over 20 companies yanked their ads in 2018 after Carlson obtusely proclaimed that the undocumented made America poor and dirtier and more divided. This time, the exits are over the host's stance on the death of George Floyd and the nationwide protests that followed against police violence and racism. Then... Uh, PayPal has pledged over $500 million to support minority-owned U.S. businesses. The bulk of the money will be devoted to the creation of an economic opportunity fund that will invest in black and underrepresented minority businesses and communities. The funding will be invested through community banks and credit unions serving minority communities or through direct investments. The Senate, oh, I'm sorry, I meant to say the scrubbing, scrubbing Confederate names from Army bases gained steam in Congress. An effort to remove the names of Confederate leaders from military bases is gaining traction with both parties on Capitol Hill, but it won't become a law without a fight. Uh, Bipartisan proposals to strip the names of Civil War rebel leaders emerged in the House and Senate as both chambers gear up to debate annual defense policy legislation. President Trump, um, he vowed not to rename military bases, though. Fort Bragg, that's, I, okay, Fort Hood, uh, Fort Bragg in North Carolina, Fort Benning in Georgia, Fort Hood in Texas. Uh, Those are some of the bases that will be renamed to remove tributes to the Confederacy. We live uh, just south of a different Fort Bragg. It's not a fort. Well, it's a town. It may have been a fort at one time. Some stores end practice of locking up black beauty products. Drugstore chains Walgreens and CVS Health say they will stop locking up beauty. And healthcare products... uh, Stop placing multicultural hair care and beauty products in locked displays. There's just so much going on today. That's why I had to do a podcast. Uh, An attorney says that Martin Gugino, Gugino, the 75-year-old man shoved by Buffalo police, has suffered brain injury. That That scene, that just heartbreaking video. So many heartbreaking videos these days, isn't there? Um, and is beginning physical therapy. As most of you know, Martin is a soft-spoken but thoughtful and principled man. As heartbreaking as it is, his brain is injured, and he is well aware of that now. He feels encouraged and uplifted by the outpouring of support which he has received from so many people all over the globe. It helps. He's looking forward to healing and determining what his new normal might look like. 
Yeah, just terrible. I mean, you see how he falls and he hits the ground so hard. Heartbreaking. Um, there is a Midwest powder power outage going on. Severe weather has knocked out more power to more than uh, 500,000 in the Midwest. And it's flipped semi-trucks. And it moves... Uh, well, there's a risk of it moving east. Finally, Kelly Clarkson and Brandon Blackstock are going to divorce. Yes, after seven years of marriage, she is 38. Blackstock is the son... Well, he's the son of Narvel Blackstock, who married Reba, and that marriage ended. So it's... They're saying it's shocking about the divorce being announced. She's like the big sweetheart of America. She's got this... um, talk show that a lot of people watch she's been doing it from home lately um and she's doing rather well with it she's been nominated for awards and of course you know her music as well very popular okay enough of all that let's say hi to some folks outside a cafe anyway located somewhere in podcaster valley Hello, Mike Matthews. It's Jolly. It's too hard to give shop supervisor i still have plywood on all the windows of the kitchen yes i see that and uh, because uh, you think there still might be some looting? Yes, Mike Matthews, you can't be too sure. You're one of those really careful shop owners, I see. That's my, That's true, Mike Matthews. Gift shop of Cafe Anyway. By the way, we still got a lot of stuff you can buy at the Cafe Anyway gift shop. Or you could just take it if you can somehow manage to get through the plywood. Shut up, Mike Matthews. Look who else is here. Hello, Mike, this is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere, the engineer. I guess we're going to hear you again in like a couple of hours. And And I'm going to be sounding a lot more tired. I'm going to be just... uh, I need more coffee. Whatever you do, don't defund the coffee. But they're defunding the police. They want to defund the police. What would that look like? That is the big question. Supposedly... Is it in Camden, New Jersey, they did that? Let's, ad- let's just all, as I say this at the, at the end of the podcast, I dropped the big bomb at the very end here. Let's just think of a world where we defund the police, or at least tell the police to chill out a little bit, because let's just say, I got a ticket once for some stupid stuff. I know everyone's going to say that. But I mean, I wasn't. I stopped at that stop sign. And I still got a ticket. Basil the Boxer was allowed to be off the leash. And he still got a ticket. These things I have seen... Now, I had one time I got pulled over because I went through a red light. Well, I didn't go through a red light. I, I, I stopped. And then I made a right turn. But it was a signal that said, no turn on the red. No turn on a red light. And I made a mistake. Got pulled over by a police officer. And he just gave me a warning. That has never happened to me before, ever. And I got a, I just got a warning, and it was fine. So that type of police officer, we need more of. <laughs> the ones that don't... I mean, there's so many, like, where it's actually protecting you. To protect and serve. Where that's actually going on, the police should be allowed to do that and encouraged to do that. But when we get what happened, the ultimate bad that has happened lately, yeah... Well, we'll see what happens. At any rate, I know what's happening now. It's the end of the podcast. And look who's here. It's A-Frame to take us out.
Next show, it'll be the wonderful Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player, and the brewmaster. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye. Oh, and the podcast picture today is of a wonderful walk I took at Don Castro Lake in Castro Valley with my lovely lady friend. You can see that picture was recently taken at mikesdailypodcast.com. Oh, and actually, did I say that episode was 2058? That was actually episode 2059, 2059. You can find the blog for it at mikesdailypodcast.com.